0: the thing I started the
1: recorder don't need you <laughs> hi everybody <laughs> welcome to the trying to be better podcast with Joel and Steve we're glad hi. you're here we're back Steve we're and back. I are live on Zoom talking Steve's back with us mm-hmm. um thanks for uh indulging us in the bonus episode last week of Steve and I's 20, what was that 2017
0: conversation yeah like April of 2017.
1: We talked about the Grateful Dead, and that on
0: purpose, like that was on. A, that was a yeah.
1: thing. <laughs> yeah, that was a conversation that we meant to talk about the Grateful Dead, not when we yes. put it in other conversations. So, right? Yeah. Did you re-listen to that
0: when I we did. posted? I thought it was good. I mean, it was interesting, and I it was definitely us, and it, I felt like there was nothing cringy in it, and it was yeah, you know, it was just two friends talking about a journey towards a, you know non-destination <laughs> uh, yeah a journey into the chaos into the void. right yeah yeah, it was yeah. Great. yeah. Which I, just, I, and that you know i mean i feel like that's
1: right you know um our one of our super fans matt matt martinowski sent me a text right after that one now well, there's the day after it aired get he on said, the mic he, dude he says you guys sound like a couple of stinky what you guys sound like a couple of stinky hippies talking the dead so yeah yeah well, i guess yeah that's i'll funny. take it
0: sure <laughs> even though we shower right <laughs> that's just like you know your opinion man yeah
1: no it's good i think that was a compliment coming from matt he's sure. uh i, he, I, I get it. I, dig he, it I think the fact that he still listens i think is a big deal and 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 totally. and, t- and, and, uh, and another another uh another person in my life my my old pal jeremy um, went, who lives up in Minneapolis. Um, my first college roommate, well, he wasn't my first college roommate. He was my second college roommate after my first college roommate got drunk and puked all over our floor. Um, I <laughs> that's moved what out. it took to kick him out. That's it. No, I, I left. I was like, oh, I'm I done see. with this cat. Um, gotcha. and so I went to live with Jeremy, but he, he's like, I listen to a lot of, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts and I sometimes only listen to one or two. He's like, I'm,
0: I'm all in on you guys. So that's, oh, that's a, so nice. Yeah. That's cool. We got some fan
1: mail. We did
0: we? uh Eduardo uh mailed us and he's very interesting and thank you yeah. for listening. And he's also our our contest winner from the Christmas oh, yes. extravaganza episode. And I'm, <laughs> I'm working on getting some swag put together for Eduardo. I love it. But I thanks to him um I've uh I've been reading or listening to I guess the book of joy that he suggested.
1: Oh yeah. With
0: the Dalai Lama and Desmond Tutu and I can't recommend that highly enough. Yeah,
1: that's Lama. like that's the real stuff there. Well,
0: yeah, and it's really just delightful. It's well, it's much like not that I would ever dare compare us to the Dalai Lama and Desmond Tutu. <laughs> yeah, please don't. <laughs> but but they're just the 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 book is just them meeting for a week, which they don't get to do very often. Right. To talk about joy. Oh, wow. From their very different yeah, um traditions, mm-hmm. right? That's super and, uh, cool. and and what you know how they do that and what they see as the obstacles are to joy and like the difference between happiness and joy and mm-hmm. and it's just it's it's an easy listen because mm-hmm. they're so they're just they're mischievous guys
1: yeah yeah
0: and they really have have a good time kind of giving each other a hard time mm-hmm. but also. And you may be able to re- relate to this when it, when they actually have like a, because they do have differences in belief and they have differences of opinion, although opinion oh, yeah really factor much into it. um But uh they do kind of call each other to task about their beliefs in a way that's respectful and loving and yeah. al- realizing that ultimately they're after the same thing.
1: Yeah. That's really cool. I, that's, I, that's a book that um Kirsten's had on her shelf. She's read it um that she suggested i read it's one of those it's like oh yeah yeah i'll get around to that so yeah put it on the list because it's really i mean obviously
0: i have time to listen to audiobooks in the car and but this one's just been it's just fantastic and and it's but it's easy it's like you would think well that's going to be really heavy you know or hard to digest or whatever and it's it's just not it's because they're just so enjoyable (laughs) frankly is it who's reading it
1: is it is it or do they um, well have there's
0: her? the guy that's kind of the and i can't remember his name he's the third writer and i forget his name i apologize mm-hmm. but uh he's kind of the writer of it and he mm-hmm. um kind of facilitates the discussion so he okay. kind of narrates it and then there are actors voice actors, okay. playing the dalai lama and doesn't oh, okay yeah that's super cool it is super cool so it's really like getting to ha- it's really like getting to be a fly on the wall while these yeah. two guys are having these discussions yeah. and like eating lunch and stuff, that's really cool. It's really yeah. cool. Like, yeah. I had no idea. Um, Again, it just kind of opened up my eyes to just exactly how ignorant I am of like world affairs. Yeah. I didn't know the history of the Dalai Lama. Right. Yeah. Exiled and, and all that. Yeah. I, mean, I was vaguely aware of that, but had no real idea. Right. Of yep. What Desmond Tutu's been through. And it's really so I'm like, really eye-opening on that level outside of just the whole joy factor
1: yeah right well thanks eduardo because like that i've known that cat for a while when i worked uh as a youth director at a church and Mm -hmm. he's a he's an ordained elder and i think he's an elder i think he's an ordained elder in the united methodist church he's the he's sort of the the chaplain at nebraska wesleyan and um so that's how i met him but you know i've kind of taken weird turns you know professionally Mm and And don't do that work anymore but i'm so grateful that i got to hook up with eduardo what a cool cool dude
0: well the Love email you, he sent was very nice and it was thoughtful and thought-provoking so thanks eduardo yeah man thank you
1: dude and anybody else that wants to email us please do i mean get in on the conversation. podcast at gmail.com yeah get in on the conversation we're down for it um jeremy jeremy alluded to he's like He's like, you know, I think what he said, basically what I, what I interpreted, what he said besides lauding praise on us was, um, uh, that, you know, we bring up so many things that we, that we can't always chase all the way down the drain. And, uh, <laughs> well, he's like, man, you guys throw out so much stuff. Like there's so many things you want to grab onto. And I, and, and I, and I've gone back to listen to some of our episodes I'm like, man, yeah, we could have fleshed that. That could have been a whole nother hour. Right.
0: Uh, well, that's know. good. Cause you know i plan on keeping on doing this i don't know about yeah time. we're gonna need stuff to talk about so well I, you know
1: i mean that's a good time to bring up like did anything happen that we can talk about this week steve was there any oh, current god, events let's,
0: that- see, let's see um well i suppose we could start with the armed insurrection Holy of idiots fuck. at the white house oh my god
1: <laughs> and i was t- <laughs> here's the thing we're gonna get to a topic but i gotta get so- i i gotta I got a bone to pick with this for a lot of reasons. Really? I'm shocked. But it was like f- I'm watching this thing happen. I'm watching uh-huh. armed citizens uh-huh. storm the Capitol. Uh-huh. And I'm kind of like, this is horrible, awful, and shock. What country was this in? Exactly. In, in the United States, in oh, Washington, DC. It wasn't
0: some other shithole country.
1: No. Oh and the other thing I was thinking, I'm like, well. I guess what fresh hell will come tomorrow because that's what I've been conditioned to think is like yeah oh yeah this was insurrection day, but it was insurrection day. But (laughs) what's gonna happen tomorrow? Because it'll probably outdo it. You know, like well,
0: that's just it. It's just been one fresh hell to the next for well four years. Yeah, it's literally been every day has been some new fucking piece of just garbage. Yeah, flaming garbage, garbage, flaming
1: turd garbage and
0: <laughs> and like
1: we're just we've
0: just i, I mean, swear to god man i remember like as soon as you know inauguration day of twenty sixteen and right. the pictures and that what the fuck was the press secretary's name that ended oh, up being on spicer dancing. sean spicer yeah yeah, yeah. then they ended up dancing the flamenco on dancing with the stars <laughs> um <laughs> spicer um some makeup artist had a really great time with him on that one I wish you post a link to that because it's hilarious. yes but but yes I and mean, the first thing like day one is like we had the biggest inauguration day ever i was like no you didn't yeah that's oh that's, that's short it's short like
1: short. oh that's how this relation's gonna go you're just gonna start just fucking lying to us right immediately just out right the gate.
0: Just bald-faced lying and i was like well yeah. of course they did that because that's what um authorian fascist dictators do exactly yes
1: Yep. Here we are. So yep. it's, just been like cranking up the heat to the yep. boiling point. It's like, this is the boiling point. Right. And then I'm sitting here today while I'm trying to put together, I mean, I'm trying to do my job, write a syllabus while they're, you know, there's like hundreds of Republican Congress people defending mm-hmm. the insurrection on. Well, the-
0: and you know why that is? They're not so much defending it. Is there? Now that now what they're saying is, well, you know, this is the time to, for unity is we need to pass behind us and not be held accountable for anything. Right. Because here's the thing, folks, what they're really actually saying is we absolutely 100% intend on doing this again, as often as possible until democracy is dead and we can just take everything because pure open, fair
1: elections favor, uh, progressives. Right. And they know that. Right.
0: So like this, this whole violent insurrection thing, yeah that actually might work if we circle around and hit it harder next time
1: well that's the that's the message i think is going to those folks is yes. that they basically what a lot of those i mean in some kind of flat out said it like we're we're um, you know this is going to fan the flames it's like what they're saying is don't impeach because the people that tried to overthrow the government might get mad and so we don't want to make those people mad Fuck so them. we should we should just take our spines out through our yeah, asshole yeah, yeah. and, right, and right. wave it around on the floor. Right. And, you know, it's like, really? Like you agreed that it's a bad thing and mm-hmm. that they 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 uh threatened the life of you and the vice president. Right, right, right. But you're afraid of them. So now right. we've gone from, you know, uh 9-11, we don't negotiate with terrorists right. to I think we're afraid of terrorists
0: and we're gonna state but it on the but, public record. But really that's a smoke screen because really they want that to happen
1: because mm, that what else i mean they can't if they let everybody vote especially all the black and brown folks right. that turn turned this election around right they are basically negating right the the, the mandate by by the work that people like stacy
0: abrams did in georgia right. and
1: across the country
0: right. and, well, and also to them. like just the the thing of like everybody's happy or whatever that he got impeached today like did that change anything still no it didn't I mean, change it didn't change anything what did that change
1: it's a it's a it's a, it's a weird statistic in the history books that right a president but it didn't actually change
0: anything it did not hold him accountable on any actual level no and and mitch
1: mcconnell's already already said that there's going to be no hearing in the senate until after biden's inauguration right
0: so and that'll be a circus and a shit show. And he may actually get whatever rem- not removed from office. He may lose the ability to run for office again. But let's face facts. He's not a healthy person. <laughs> right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. But the odds of him being any sort of formidable. I mean, they can pump him full of steroids and put him on a two-wheel dolly and prop him up in stages around the country to say horrible, racist shit. That yeah. Be cruel. Um, right. You know, he can do mm-hmm. that. But the h- odds of him actually like. I mean, he will just be literally a marionette at that point. Right. Because his what if we, is very what positive. if
1: we just gave him a GoPro in a tent and he can just live in front of the hundred feet of wall that he built and just right, like right. yap from there right.
0: That's until actually a pretty good idea. You know what I mean? And just be like, charge, you know what? And just send some actors all, out there. All of his fans, 20 bucks a month to watch it. And
1: yeah. And we'll would, just
0: live stream it. That might actually, that would be one of his very few legitimate sources of income.
1: Right. He can go, he can just spout off and talk about the wall that he built. It's just like Trump's wall. We'll put it like, right. you know, we'll put it in lights. <laughs> People can go wall. down there and watch it. It'll be like uh, the Abraham Lincoln thing at Disneyland that just like, you know, he's just saying the same <laughs> thing. And you just go there and you pay the audio money. Ami- Everybody
0: gets audio COVID. Animatronic, audio animatronic Trump.
1: Yeah, he just get him in front of the
0: wall. That's all he wanted. Prom- look, I built. You can have him doing the making fun of Handicapped people gestures.
1: Yeah, he can do. He can do all the racist stuff and the right. misogynistic stuff. He can grab people by he their genitals. Grab people by the pussy. Yeah, if you if, yeah, if you give enough money, he can you know sexually assault <laughs> you or at least he can go grab it. your daughter's pussy. Oh my god, you might have to <laughs> edit that enough.
0: out. <laughs>
1: god. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's so, the yeah. thing that's we're, the
0: thing I was talking with my friend Brian about this last night and I think we're going to have Brian on one of these eventually yeah Um, like he's like well you know Brian being ever the diplomat
1: yeah saying,
0: you know I you kind of have to feel he was making the point that so many of these people were just they fell for the line yeah right and mm-hmm. that therefore they are deserving of some understanding of that. Like it's forgive them Lord, They know not what they've done kind of thing. Right. And my answer to him was that's bullshit. Yeah. Because you failed the morality test at grab them by the pussy. Right. You failed the morality test at Mexicans are murderers and rapists. Exactly. And failed the morality test so many times, but you failed it in 20 late, uh, early 2016 Right on those two points, right there. He
1: failed a long time with a Central Park Five. He's he's failed his whole life. He he owes money to foreign countries. He's invited, you know, election interference from from our adversaries. I mean, there's the the list goes on and on and on
0: and on and on. Let's just, I mean, kids in cages.
1: Right, but here's the thing. I I love cults. Okay, I love love
0: cults. cults. (laughs) I mean, I don't
1: love cults because they're abusive and wrong and horrible. But I love watching documentaries about about sexy one though. The Nexium cult?
0: Yeah, yeah. Keith. There
1: is no, lo, let let the record show there is zero sexy. Yeah, about that I cult. thank you.
0: There is. Z- the, I love save you. The, save the hate mail. That was. I mean, I, did the snark not cult. come through on that? What's that? Did the snark not come through on that sufficiently?
1: No, I I I don't know. I didn't. I don't think it did.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. Please, for the love of God, save the hate the sex, mail. The
1: sexy
0: call. Look, if David Cross could talk about how sexy the Catholic Church is. Ooh, there's your,
1: there's your QAnon conspiracy right there. That's oh, a whole nother episode, but, but the, the idea that somebody could be so incensed that they put all of their eggs in the Trump basket and the emotions get involved. And then it's like us against them. And maybe he is our, and then, I, then they go down the rabbit hole. of conspiracy Yeah. Conspiracy theories. And, you know, they're wrongly interpreting biblical skir- scripture and they think he's somehow
0: the second coming or there's some sort of holy war a, happening a failed real estate developer that was born into wealth
1: right.
0: His only actual source of income that anybody can tell is laundering go- g- russian gangster money and that but, stupid you know, TV, tv show star, yeah he's a gang he's
1: a tv game cer- show
0: host serial serial philanderer like documented it's not debatable like he's fucks porn stars while his wife's at home pregnant i mean it's just like it yes was, and said that he would sleep with his daughter so he's a classy right. guy um, but but here's the other thing dude so, is that people g- somehow the second coming but here's the
1: thing people give money to to ridiculous uh televangelists people that's true people oh, yeah. people people that's believe that people believe that that priests Flaggert. didn't abuse children people right. believe oh. all kinds of stuff right here's the deal like if you but if you drink the kool-aid, Right. Okay. Let's just thought experiment here. And there is the possibility for compassion. Although I don't really have a lot of compassion for people that, you know, f- six months ago said back the blue cops or whatever. And then all of a sudden they're like raw, you know, raw, raw, sis, when somebody kills cops at the Capitol, anyway, Yeah, but if you're so entrenched in a cult and your brain is so wired that way, and then the actual leader of that cult says, yeah, this is all fake. the The election was fraud. They're stealing it from you. Mm-hmm. Then and then they basically say, I mean, all they have to do is flip the switch. Of you need to take you need to take this over. And the funniest part watching his speech that morning was that he's like, "I'll be there with you." I was like, no, "Yeah, right." He was in that White House bunker, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. watching yeah. it with his son, laughing about it. Was like, you know, the Bears winning the Super Bowl. It was like, right. He just he lit the fire and walked away. Yeah, but the it's fire shocking. was the fire was stoked because people are like, well, I believe this. I've bought all the flags I've given to the Trump campaign. And he's telling me this is a fraudulent election. I mean, what do I do? I mean, that's, that's cult mentality. It's yes. total cult mentality. hundred percent. So, and it takes a lot to yank people out of a cult.
0: Yeah. 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 So I don't I th- know. I we're- like the thing of, uh, um, It was a meme going around about like, you know, in these days, it's hard. It is. It's hard to tell like what is true and what is right. It really is. How do you know like what's real? And here's a really great test is if you're at a thing and you look to your right and you're standing by a Nazi. Yeah. That's wrong. Yeah. (laughs) Like that's that's the test. Like am I standing by or supporting people that are Nazis Right. Like actually wearing Nazi garb. Yes. Um, that, that's how that... you know. That's where the line is. Like, in there case was... you were wondering what the test was, that's the test. That's the so test. If you've ever found yourself supporting something that has a lot of Nazis in it, you're wrong. You're wrong. Unless you're actually supporting the Nazis. Right, in which that's case, when you
1: have to have you have to have that they have to have that crisis of faith. Like, well, if the, if the guy next to me has that shirt about like you know six million was not, was not enough, that horrible message, and then you look to your left and it's the guy saying like QAnon, like Joe Biden eats children in a basement somewhere, right. Hillary Clinton videoing it, and then the guy behind you's got a shirt that says Camp Auschwitz on it. Yeah, you're, and then and you look around, and you're like, oh, I don't think I signed up for this. You, the the beauty of the freedom of this country is that you could say, you know what? Maybe I was wrong. I mean, maybe I'm a conservative, but maybe I'm not a Nazi or you say, you know what? I'm a Nazi. <laughs> I'm a Nazi. And that's not cool either, it. but at least own it. That's, right. that's the deal yes. because, and here's that's, the thing. And that's, I'd that's love for
0: people like, that's where people like, Oh, our governor. Yeah. They're able to smile through that and just people well, oh, he's such a nice guy. Oh, he's a fucking Nazi. <laughs> exactly
1: and here's the other thing and i'd love somebody to fact check this because frankly i don't have time but i'm pretty sure that every fascist regime has grown from conservative from the right i don't think that's why it's like it's so weird because i have i have trumpians in my life that say you know actually the real fascists are the liberals and it's like that's never been the
0: case and it's not the case here well, it's like those pictures I sent you and the guys the other night of the old uh, propaganda documents or actually oh, anti-propaganda documents were like Dr. Seuss oh, ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, early, you know, pre-World War II, like America First. Yep. Like it's a, like wait a minute, these tapes have been played before and look what happened.
1: Right. And I heard that same phrase on the house floor today. America First, America First, America I, First.
0: Yeah, that's all. It's a dog whistle. It's a mm-hmm. So right. I mean because nothing else, no other place in the world matters because we're the best. We're is the that, best. We're the best at at people dying from covid. It's
1: like yeah, we are the best at that. We're um, really good at, at that. We Trump is the is the best at getting impeached. Yes. Um, he is the best at
0: getting impeached. He's apparently. the best. He's number 1. He is number 1, yeah. You know? <sighs> best at bankruptcies. <laughs>
1: it's the yeah we're i mean that's that's the thing too that's really dark and sad is that the last two months have been clouded by this president's insane uh you know i'm on it steve steve's like pointing at the i'm like i can't i can't be eating the mic any more than i am right now
0: but i can hear the difference right now (laughs) see i lost my
1: train of thought it's gone i don't know sorry (laughs) i just want you
0: to sound good dude that's I, I know
1: well that there's like an episode a couple of weeks ago where i didn't even turn this mic on so it was just i was talking into the mic and it was picking up my computer audio so it sucks so i appreciate it thank you whatever are we okay i don't are we know. good no are you all right
0: sure for the purposes <laughs> of our listening audience they wanna have to be okay um i'm fine
1: <laughs> are you though i mean that's no. that's let's segue into the next sort of bit okay yeah let's talk about this like i i love you and i and i didn't mention it when i introduced the and i appreciate that the the grateful dead episode but um
0: yeah my uh for those of you wondering what the hell that's all about uh my father passed away um new year's eve morning early um from relation uh complications of uh, congestive heart failure yeah and so, you know, it was just one final, I mean, on, on the one hand, I, you know, the, the earth rotating around the sun is just what it is. Time is a construct and the, you know, all this hoopla about 2020 is like, well, whatever, it's just mm-hmm. a label. It doesn't really actually mean anything. But the fact that my dad died on new year's Eve day mm-hmm. was kind of one last final fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <Probably> right. <was. laughs> um, yeah. So, um, yeah, that's why we didn't do a podcast last week. It's just because there was stuff going on, and we had to, you know, do all the things that happen when yeah. somebody in your immediate immediate family passes away unexpectedly. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's been a lot to. Uh, it's just been a weird. It's been a, kind of a crappy month, frankly. Yeah. On that level, yeah. you know, my buddy Seth has the brain cancer thing going on. My dad dies, and we have. You know, really, really lots of positive things happening nationally. And, um, well, Georgia's great and, you know, Uncle Joe's president, but whatever. Um, yeah, like that's just been a lot to process and still like Mm -hmm. going to work and Mm -hmm. doing all the things and getting Mm -hmm. up. And, um, I went to work. Let's see. Dad died. I guess that would have been, was that Thursday? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, like, so I had kind of the weekend to process, but I showed up to work Monday morning. Cause I had some things I needed to do and I thought, well, it might be nice to have something kind of normal. Yeah. You know, something kind of that I recognize and, and that ended up being a huge mistake because I (laughs) like very quickly, like a couple, I took care of a couple of things I had to do and, like, people kind of started wanting things, and I literally, like, I went straight to the place of, like, my fucking dad just died, mm-hmm. and this is the shit that you want to fucking talk to me about right now? Seriously? Right. Like, right. like, go fuck yourself. And right. then I had to pull back and think, oh, they, because I haven't actually announced that yet. Nobody knows that. Right. I'm like, my boss. Right, right. <laughs> you yeah. know, I hadn't made an announcement. And yeah. so I realized, like, I shouldn't be here right now. hmm and so I took care of those things and was nice to the people and, and left mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and talked to my boss and like, I took another couple of days off and it was fine.
1: So did you, I mean, um, did you, did you, were you well, like, I'm just, well, you were like, I'm just going to go to work just to keep on keeping on. Or
0: was it a little like- bit? Yeah. I mean, there was an element of like four days, Thursday, Friday. Well, I mean, Thursday was ground zero, you know, and that was just being there with my mom And starting to take phone calls. It was just so many phone calls. It was just so many people, which is amazing, you know, calling family and responding to, you know, as people got the word, them calling us and just responding to messages and, um, and going like I, (laughs) Thursday morning, I helped the, helped the mortician bag my dad up, you know, like put his Mm. corpse in the body bag, you know? Yeah. Um, and then after that was all done and, uh, that was, (laughs) that was a tough morning for a lot of reasons. Um, yeah um then going to the you know funeral home and thank god my dad was my dad and everything was settled yeah everything yeah. was planned we had to make some tweaks for covid but like all we had to I, do was sign off on the things and approve a couple pictures and like we didn't have to decide anything
1: that that was the thing that I noted because I watched the live stream of the of the memorial, oh, yeah. which was really beautiful. And then you know um, the pastor was like, "Yeah, this is exactly how Craig wanted everything." Uh-huh. So it's like that is really a gift. It's a gift. He like, was able to tell say,
0: "You, if anybody's listening to this and you need some like you know end of life slash bereavement advice, do that for your family. Just write it down." Yeah. Just, well, yeah. I mean, he already had everything arranged. There was nothing Amazing. to decide.
1: I mean, he even knew like, because I knew that pastor from, you know, my family knew him and, and he, he even said like, Craig heard this sermon one morning and he came up to me after church and said, that's the sermon I want at my funeral. Yeah. And, and here it is in the documentation. Like, so he gave that (laughs) sermon about heaven and it was like, I was like, man. And, and I thought about that. I'm like, that's one thing to like, I want everybody to have this experience to remember me by, but also mm-hmm. like subversively it's, or subversively, it's a gift to your mom, to totally. you, to the that's, family. I mean, like- that's,
0: that's how, that's what he, intended. I mean, he wanted to make his final statement, but it was also sure. a gift to my mom. Yeah. Right. In your time of grief, you don't have to deal with any of this shit. Wow. All yeah. you have to do is show up. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that was, it was really kind. And Holly's um, mom's mom did the same thing. She had everything arranged. She even had (laughs) Holly's mom's mom, uh, Holly's Nana, uh, who was a wonderful woman. um, (laughs) uh, She even had like lunch all paid for. Wow. From the Italian deli in Des Moines. Wow. And we ate peppers and onions and sausage and pasta until we just couldn't eat anymore. Right. Beautiful. Nice. Yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah. Um, But due to COVID, we didn't get to have the Methodist ham salad. Oh, um, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> you know? yeah i know i know the salad that's what i'm saying i, I know so that salad I do that um mm. that was kind of that was it was strange it was weird um mm. just that we didn't get to have it was cold out it was really cold yeah. morning so we did the outside um military honors and all that and like my dad's best friend from forever was up he came up and uh it, we can tell it was very difficult for him you mm-hmm. know like he just lost his buddy you know right right and uh so that was hard because it was cold and we really were just kind of like we couldn't go eat the ham salad and talk right No. so yeah. i sent him an email later with a good recent picture of my dad and he appreciated that and that's cool we'll keep those lines of communications open just because i don't it's hard you know yeah it was just like tonight i was kind of cleaning off my little desk area here so that we could do this and I, my my dad sent um a christmas card to holly and i and um i looked at it and it just said uh we love you best wishes mom and dad er bauer mm-hmm. i started crying yeah i just started crying yeah. because a and i noticed it when i opened up at christmas that his handwriting had changed his handwriting didn't change at all forever right looked like old person handwriting yeah it looked less sure Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And Mm -hmm. I noticed that. I thought, Oh gosh, you know, dad's handwriting has changed. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but like I read those lines and like, uh, I'm not going to get into it a lot, but my dad and I's relationship was complicated to say Mm -hmm. the least. And, um, we managed to have a few good years at the end and that's great. But like, I know that despite everything that he really meant those lines those yeah. are you kind of, you know, even best wishes, blah, blah, blah. Right. But like he took the effort in his unsteady hand to write those things out. Yep. And he meant it. Yep. We love you. Best wishes. Mm. Mom and dad. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so I just started crying. Yeah. You know, cause that's, you know, it's, uh, last few years we actually talked and had a pretty good time doing it. There were certain things we did not talk about.
1: Right. There's the, there's the thing. I mean, I have the same with my dad. It's like, we're, I can't, I mean, I've had to say, I've had to set boundaries. Like then you and I have, you've helped me immensely with that. And Mm -hmm. I, and I, I hope, I hope that I'm able to sew those lines with my old man, but like, yeah, like how, how cool is it to be able to have something right? Like it's, it's not perfect. So I, I want to let you finish this story, but I have to tell it. So I don't forget uh-huh. like, cause I've had some issues with my dad and there's been some real disconnect about the first, you know, third of our podcast about the the way I think about the world, the way he thinks about the world. Right. right? Yeah. And there was a time where I, he was sending me a lot of stuff that I didn't agree with. And I had to say, no, please stop, please stop that. And I was really dealing and told, told talked to Kirsten about it. And she was like, you know, Joel, you're going to have to, you're going to have the, uh, the relationship with him that you're going to have. And it may not be what you want, but you have to, you know, that sort of thing, what you've been able to achieve with your dad. And that night I had a dream. <laughs> okay, go with me here. Uh-huh. I, had a, I had a dream that I was at this like deli or something and I was going to have a cheesesteak, but they were out of the steak for the cheesesteak. Uh-huh. So they gave me a really nice hoagie bun, put cheese and extra peppers and jalapenos and stuff in it. And they're like, here you go. And I was like, okay, I can live with this. And I was eating. And I, and that morning I was like, told told Kirsten, I'm like, yeah, I had this really weird dream about a cheesesteak. And she's like, Joel, do you see like the cheesesteak? You're able to have the cheesesteak that you have with your, with the people in your life. <laughs> it may not be what you want, but it's what you have and it sustains you. And like ever since wow. then, I'm like, oh cheesesteak, oh cheesesteak.
0: You, okay. you were enjoying the cheesesteak that you had.
1: I, what else can you do? I mean this, right. that was in the dream it was like yeah you could starve or you could in, be grateful for what you even you if it's nowhere near what you
0: cheese steak at the person behind the counter and say fuck this yeah you can make a scene if you want right,
1: right. anyway <laughs> i totally interrupted you and uh, but you know i guess yeah well, i mean how has it been since i mean it's been what a two little, weeks a little, today's two week. weeks well today's tomorrow is-
0: will be two weeks What's- um i don't honestly i have no perspective yeah um when i'm at work i just do my job you know when i'm at home i try to be present there like tonight like i had my moment with the greeting card and i'm crying and my wife was in the middle of she was having problems it's a whole thing with her work and mm-hmm. so she was really focused on that and so i'm like well i'm you know she's focused on that so i'm just gonna have my moment here and whatever you know yeah, yeah. and uh because that's gonna happen you know um It's, it's, it's hard. I mean, I think that's Mm -hmm. the understatement of the century, you know? Yeah. It's hard and it's just grief. And the thing that I'm so incredibly thankful for is, and this is going to sound so cheesy, but just that like this too will pass all things pass. Yes. And, and, and I've even talked to my kids about this. Like there's no way around this one. Yeah. There's no way around it. You just have to walk through it. And that's sometimes a minute at a time. It's the universal spiritual principles that undergird everything, which is like, this is one of the big ones. So I just have to be, I have to be gentle with myself. Yes. And when I find myself mentally melting down or going off the rails, I just have to take a step back and say, this is a stressful time. And this is probably Mm -hmm. not an unreasonable reaction but it's also nobody's fault. So be nice. You know?
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And it's like, I mean, there's a lot there though, Steve, one thing I want to, I mean, you, you you and I have been talking since your dad passed and one of you, you talked about how you told your daughters Mm -hmm. and it was not lost on me that you as their father were telling them about how you just lost your father Mm -hmm. and how you were, you know, you're gonna to have to figure out how to fix that game or whatever that is. You know, like you're like, I I'm going through this. This is what's happened. Oh yeah. yeah, and yeah also, yeah. you know, like also you said something like, yeah, I can't. I'm going through this thing right now, kiddo, and I can't. I can't be fully
0: present for you because yes. I just lost my dad. And they kind of got it. They did. And they like, totally got it. Actually, that I was just that, that, that was amazing. Me. I'll flush that out a little bit because I did. I remember. Thank you. I had that conversation because i told them initially like the afternoon after he died like after we'd kind of been in the mortuary and stuff because i wasn't going to tell them their grandpa just died and then leave you know right yeah so when and, and it was i mean there that was the initial kind of drop the bomb on him and my younger daughter i mean she wears her emotions with a megaphone she just starts crying and she hugs mm. me and said i love you daddy i'm so sorry and the older mm. ones just kind of looking at her feet and kicking the rug mm. a little bit you know mm-hmm. which is a very me reaction at that age mm-hmm. and um she you know she's very holds her emotions close to the best, you know mm-hmm. and so that was you know and so like and there were just times where kids were being kids and i'm like yeah you're gonna have to figure that one out yeah you're right. like my dinner looks weird i'm like well fucking don't eat it <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what to tell you it's the same thing you've always had yeah you're, have to, yeah you're gonna have to figure that one out i got nothing for you you know yeah yeah um I don't usually in fact I don't use the f-bomb around my kids but um, anyway um, yeah. my god he said that in front of his kids um, they've never heard it at school I doubt uh, you know funny story the first time we watched the movie A Christmas Story which was I think three years ago maybe yeah and it came around to the scene where uh-huh. Ralphie says the f-dash-dash-word right? yeah yeah and uh, she, my older daughter looks at me and she goes what was the word daddy oh <sighs> And I was like, yeah, you'll find out later. <laughs> okay, let's get back to the movie. It was You're such right. a sweet moment, you know? Yeah. Because I, I, I oh, when that scene came on, I went, oh, no, here it comes. We're going to have to, you know. Yeah. And so anyway, and this year when we watched it, she didn't ask me what the word was. Uh, I think she probably knows what it is. She might uh, have figured it out. My father worked in profanities the way other artists work in oil. <laughs> um, <laughs> my father wove a tapestry of profanity that, as far as we know, is still hanging over Lake Michigan. Yes. Oh here so is Lake McConaughey. Lake anyway, McConaughey. Whatever point being is so i i did i had I, I and i had been kind of short with them so i wanted to tell them and i made a point to tell my daughters that this is a really hard time and that yeah. i'm not like I, my resources are tapped right for the moment and maybe for the end and it will come and it will go but i mm-hmm. just told them like look if i'm disengaged or dismissive please do not take it personally it's just yeah. i don't I have anything at the moment and i'm and I think- trying to not cry I think that's really. I don't know if you. They I don't were, have children, I, and I don't know what resp- They both just said, like they, we were driving to the piano. They just, they just said, we get it, mm. like we get it, like it's fine, like, mm-hmm. and that this is really hard, and like, what do you need? Is was kind of their response, and I'm like, I just, I said, I just need you to keep being you, you know? Keep- yeah.
1: Wow, because like, and here's the thing that I I was gonna say earlier. Sorry, I tried to cut you off. But all right. the beautiful thing about that is that you and Holly have created a space that you can be vulnerable in front of them and teach them that that there's some boundaries there with grief, and that it's mm. oops, my computer's making noises. Sorry. That there's like there's there's all kinds of ways that you can teach your your family how to walk through something like that and letting them know that it can be hard Mm -hmm. and they can see that i mean Mm -hmm. young children that impression that that's like they look to adults to figure out the world and how to feel Mm -hmm. about stuff and like i don't know i just find that to be really beautiful. well
0: that's you know it kind of it people ask me like you know during this covid nonsense um like how are your kids handling it and i just say well they will handle it as well as we handle it Right, right. Like they will do what we do. Right. And so that was our, that was our kind of, uh, what do you call it? Signpost guiding light, whatever. Yep. It was like, yep. Not that we ever sugarcoat things, but you know, we try to discuss things in an age appropriate fashion. Sure. And you know, it was like asking, you know, about, you know, how do you talk to, how do you, how do you tell an 11 year old and a 13 year old that a bunch of armed idiots just stormed the the, you know it's
1: like that's why i i i I talked to a friend earlier today and she does and we'd love to have her on um she does some consulting and work with um the public school system here Mm -hmm. and they have asked her to come maybe talk to students about stuff and And, you know, she asked them like, well, what, you know, she asked, I don't know, maybe she has high school students in her, in her, you know, community or whatever. And she asked them like, well, what are they, what are they telling you? Like, what are the teachers telling you? And they're like, yeah, we don't talk about it.
0: Right. Which is like, what? (laughs) Well, I mean, that's, that's a dicey area because, uh, what's the, how do you, I mean, in, you know, in those liberal elite higher education mm. institutions there's mm. so much freedom <laughs> to talk about your communist ideas yeah um, in in, <laughs> in public funded you know second yeah. schools that's a little different situation
1: for sure yeah i i talk about and you never communist-
0: know like i i i remember i <laughs> one of my uh this is a few years ago, but one of my daughters had, um, one of her teachers told them that, um, Iraq caused nine 11 mm. and I had a real problem with that. Yep. Sure. Like that's yep. factually incorrect and can be literally a 20 second Google search. will show right. you that that's absolutely not the case. Right. So we had to have a little discussion about that. And of course that zapped my kids brains. Like, so my teachers aren't always right. Like not in this mm. case. Wow. Mm -hmm. And
1: that's, and that's the, I mean, going back to just like you being, you being open and vulnerable in an age appropriate way. Like you're not, you're not, you probably didn't have the full on, you know, guttural grief tears in front of them. Maybe. No, I did not. You're able not see that. Right. But you're able to say, you know, I lost those for the
0: shower. Right. You know, right, right. Mm. Right. Yeah, I don't want to, they don't need to see that. That's not helpful yeah. in any fashion, you know. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I mean, that's I don't know, it's kind of a, a downer, right? <laughs> but, well, but the yeah, um but but not-
1: but you're moving through, like that's the thing. Like you and I can have the raw conversation between two best friends after we stop recording this. But like the thing that I think is really beautiful, and I'm really grateful that you were open enough to kind of share about this, Steve, because Lord knows some shit could go down on my life tomorrow that I need right. to talk about, you know, but, um, like, how are you moving your feet? How true, are you putting oh, one yeah. foot? In fr- I mean, like
0: that's, that's the here's, whole yeah, the thing about that is a, what other choice is there? I mean, believe me what I want to do sometimes and not all the time, but sometimes right. like mon- this last Monday, all I want to do is go back to bed and just stay under the covers. That's yeah. all I wanted to do, but I couldn't. So I had to go to work and blah, blah, blah. Um, But like, (laughs) this is all the stuff we talk about in the secret meetings and all the (laughs) stuff they talk about in the churches and the play. It's like, this is not about me. Mm. The loss is not about me. Mm. I didn't die. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I I lost. I, I can't even say that I lost my father. Cause that's, I don't even know that we had that kind of relationship, frankly, mm-hmm. you know, which was a problem for both of us. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, we were kind of getting to a place where we respected each other Yeah. for most of the, re- you know, um, but, um, but really what it's about is like my mom, my yeah. mom is still here. And she lost her partner of 50 years, 53 years. They were married. Goodness gracious. And, um, right. And so like for me to try to make, I mean, obviously I have my feelings and I have my grief, Mm -hmm. but like if I start wallowing in that, that's where it's a problem. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And I, so like, I don't get to take that out on anything. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, I might, so that's, it's just a weird thing to navigate because when I feel uh, sad. I mean, I'm a, I, I lean towards snippiness and hostility. Mm -hmm. Right. And so like, so I get, and this has been a really great lesson in life, I guess, in, in that, um, like how important is all the stuff that was such a problem before now?
1: Yeah. And the
0: answer is, some of it's still kind of important, but it's, it's, it's dialed down a lot.
1: right? Right.
0: It's not to say that there weren't problems because there were problems. And it's yep. not to say that there weren't disagreements because there were disagreements, mm-hmm. but like, that's not what I, what I, what comes to mind now. Wow. Right. Cause that's, I mean, that's,
1: that's interesting
0: for me to hear who
1: I can call. I could pick up the phone and call my dad right now. He's still with us. Uh-huh. There is, there is a lot of, I mean, you know, there's, there's a lot of my own action that it kept that have built a moat you know, uh, between us a little bit. So that's what I'm like, is that going to be so overwhelming? And everybody's different, but you know, it's interesting to hear you say that a lot of that kind of melted away and you can mm-hmm. see it, you see it differently after you've been through
0: that. And I know it's only a couple of weeks, man. Like, it's pretty raw. Well, it's you know? like, like, it's the, you know, the whole thing of, you don't know what you got till it's gone. Mm-hmm. Like that's so real. Yeah. That is so real. And, um, so, I mean, that's it. It's like that. So, and just like getting through, it's like, so I've talked to my mom on the more, last two weeks more than I have in probably the last six months. Right. Yeah. You know, Yep. um, I've tried to see her almost every day this week that hasn't happened, but, um, and COVID just makes that weird, but, um, yeah. so I'm just trying to be there and um, try to like I'm really genuinely trying to think of like, well, what does my mom need right now? How can I help that situation? Yeah, yeah. And I'm very fortunate that my mom's a pretty together person, you know, she's got her own credentials, you know. Yeah, right, right. Um, she's not helpless by any stretch. She's yeah. very sad. Um, but she's also moving through it like she's yeah. not i mean i joke but like she's not sitting at home drinking and crying mm-hmm. okay <laughs> good that's <laughs> good, so good. So much. Uh, you yeah. know like that's not i know that she is crying mm-hmm. but it's in it's a it's a it's a natural grief yeah thing you know she's talking about it yeah like she told me like i like we had dinner with her the other night she said well i broke down crying i'm like good mm-hmm. yeah like, that's great yeah, yeah. that's fantastic right. that for sure no natural and normal you know How's your um how's your sister doing with all um she's it was so good to see her and my brother in law and their kids and um she's I don't know, I have actually haven't talked to her for a few days. I should probably talk to her. Um Uh I mean she's sad, you know, it's Mm -hmm. it's and like her life is outside of losing her dad is is stressful and she's just got stuff coming at her from all sides with work and stuff, and so it's like um it's the same thing. It's like on a certain level, you just have to, you literally just have to just show up. Right. Right. Like no matter what, just like show no up. no matter what. And yep. that's what, that's kind of what we're taught is it's like, this is the stuff that we're taught like in recovery and in yes. therapy and whatever yes. is like that whole thing of like, you just show up no matter what, you know, you just not yeah. do the thing that you said you were going to do. Even if your dad just died. Woof. Right. It's yeah. A, still do that to the best yeah. ability, no matter what. It's like, it's like,
1: I, I mean, I, I, this, my scenario, what I'm about to say, I'm not equating at all, but it, it was a little flash. Um, the, yesterday I got news that my sister had a stroke. And she's oh, really? Ten, really? ten years older than I'm. She's okay. Good. She is a badass, and she's you know she right. woke up and her and both of her right appendages didn't work. Oh my god! And oh my gosh. and she was walking to the bathroom in the hospital by the end of the day. I mean, That's with amazing. assistance, and uh-huh. she's got some physical therapy to do, and it's scary that she had a stroke. But right, right, But you know, her and I have had ups and downs. Right. But all of that went away because and it and I was talking to a new guy, a newcomer, and I was like. Hey, I might get a phone call from my. You know, there's this thing going on, but I showed up for him, and I was able to be there for her, and I was able to like let a lot of that shit go, mm-hmm. and realize that like I had integrity by proxy, right? <laughs> like I I had integrity. I didn't I didn't show up. I didn't get sober to like be have integrity. I just right. did it long enough to save my ass. That somehow the byproduct of that is I have some integrity. Like I, you know, it's not by any virtue and I, I, you know what I mean? That's what I'm, I'm hearing from you is like that, this, that, that choosing to turn your life around to save your own ass and do something different in a program or path or whatever you want to call it, go to church, whatever. And it's like the byproduct of that urgency to save your own ass. You learn how to suit up and show up to people in your life. And that's, I mean, I can see that clearly
0: with you right now. Well, thank you. I, you know, and that all goes back to, um, so do I get like a gold star for that <laughs> <laughs> for finally learning how to be a human? Yeah. It doesn't suck. you know. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't, I don't, yeah, there's no gold stars, but I think um, that, I mean, you know, what people, if you're, if you're, I know your dad's death was very sudden, but I would imagine that if you got a, if we got a chance to interview him at, at you know, if he knew it was on his way, I bet the things that would be most important in his life were the relationships. I mean, that's the thing that we hear is that people don't lay on their deathbed saying, I wish I would have had more money in my bank account. I wish I would have bought another car. They say, I'm, you know, I, I, I cherish my relationships or I, I regret you know that's the thing and that's the thing we swim in every day in recovery and um hopefully we don't hide out in it so long that we don't get the chance to have at least a cheesesteak relationship with our dads you know what i mean (laughs) like that's what i'm trying to do that's all i'm fucking trying to do (sighs) yeah yeah Mm -hmm. well i mean and that's the thing dude like you're suiting up and showing up but i i and i want to say this as you're as your friend and I would say this off the mic, but I'm gonna say it on the mic. Uh-huh. That that I hope that you are also allowing yourself to to I, I hope you're being I hope I hope I really hope that you're being gracious with yourself and allowing yourself that space to to feel that loss and to, and allow the grief to come and go. And, and not just saying I got to lock it up because I got to go to work.
0: Well, uh, there, that's a little from column a and a little from column B, like that thing with the card, the Christmas card tonight, like that was part of that process. Yeah. I'll tell you our friend, Matt, who also listens. So Matt, this is for you, but I, uh, yeah, I don't remember exactly what day it was, uh, but it was short. It was like maybe that weekend. And Matt called me, um, just to check on me or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and like my sister and my mom were in the other room and they could clearly hear my voice, you know, and mm-hmm. he's like, so how's it going? And I'm like, well, it's going okay. And, it, and he said, no, but how's it going? I'm like, well, it's going okay. You know, <laughs> finally she's like, Steve, you don't sound like you're grieving. Why aren't you grieving? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, and I know you can hear him saying that, right? I can t- grieve. Are you grieving? Great. Right. Why aren't you going to like, that was I've a got question. a diagram. I'm going to you- get, and I'm like, going to get my
1: $50 it, pen out and I'm going to draw you a diagram of grief. Are you ready? <laughs> I love you, Matt.
0: Right. <laughs>
1: he has great pens. He does. Um, he has the, he's an
0: architect. He's got to right. have good pens and right. really cool paper
1: or parchment <laughs> lying around. But
0: it was, it was, I, I just had to like, look, dude, my, my mom and my sister, are here, <laughs> listening to this conversation. So everything's fine. <laughs> yeah. Everything's fine. Now call me in an hour when I'm walking the dog and All I'm right. alone. Yeah. So <laughs> it was just, so yeah, I mean like, that's a thing like, well, Dude, you have to feel the feelings. Why aren't you feeling the feelings? Don't stuff that down. Like, oh right. my god, you know. Like, yeah. Like I I'm working, you know. I'm working but on it. It's 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 a balancing act. Well, that's
1: the thing with like when you really start to just not force your experience it's like when when you feel like with the christmas card when you allow them to bubble up and you're like yeah. okay this well, is that's, happening dude, now
0: it's, it's like just like it happens in early sobriety it's like all the feelings that were stuffed for two decades yeah really weird times
1: i'm sure yep
0: i my my mom's mom who i loved I and mean, she was fantastic she was a very how do i want to put this she was a simple person you know mm-hmm. her life was not um anything I mean, she's a small town, Nebraska person grew up mm-hmm. during the depression, you know, I mm-hmm. mean, like never had a lot of money, mm-hmm. um, uh, but she was great to me and she loved me. And, um, she died while I was out in California doing that whole thing. And like, I did not, I mean, I was aware that she would passed away, but I didn't feel it. Yeah. You right. know, because I didn't feel anything. Right it was not excluding her. It was just part of the thing, you know? Yeah. The, the feelings
1: were, I was doing all I could to get rid of that. Right.
0: <laughs> and I wasn't exactly on good terms with the family and it was just, you know, I was like, Oh, well that, that's really, that sucks. I guess I'll go get high now, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, like, cause it was Tuesday or what, right. you know? And, right. Yeah. So yeah, I was early in sobriety and I don't even know what happened, but like, it was at a meeting and I, Like the full weight, like the grieving process started five years Mm. later Mm. in full effect. Wow, I'm just bawling at a meet, you know, because it dawned on me that my I hadn't acknowledged that my my favorite grandma, you know, yeah. No offense to my other grandma, but I mean, it's like that. Yeah, she was still alive at the time, so it's like, yeah, (laughs) Yeah, you know. But I, I mean, just 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 blubbering, you know. Yeah that's a, that's a pretty extreme example but I mean, like that kind of stuff happens, you know? Well, that's,
1: I mean, that's the thing is like, uh, like the, the, the correlation to recovery is pretty interesting. Cause I've heard it said like when we're drinking and using, we just keep throwing stuff in the back seat, yep. you know, like, I don't want to deal with that. I don't want to deal with that. I don't want to yep. deal with that. And then you got to slam on the brakes before you go off the cliff and all that shit comes flying to the front seat.
0: Yep. Yeah. And then, you know, if you don't go off the cliff, then your car's sitting there and you got to like go through all that shit. You got to go through it. You got to go through all that. You got to clean up the car. Right. Right.
1: So. Uh, yeah. Over, overinflated self-importance. I guess I'm not going to need that. Although that was kind of how I, you know, based my whole life on, I guess I'll throw that out the window. I guess I don't need that. That was in handy sometimes. <laughs> it's a shield. A shield. Man. I, I, I don't know, Steve, I love you. I, I really appreciate you being well. I mean, that's the thing. It's like we captured it on a podcast, whatever. This is something we, Would talk
0: about anyway, but totally,
1: you know. Well, that's uh,
0: I'm so like my family and my friends. Yeah. Like watching the people come out of the woodwork to talk about my dad, and that brought up a lot of feelings because those people knew him as Colonel Erbauer or Dr. Right or College Buddy Erbauer. They didn't know him as dad. Yeah. And that was a very different relationship. Yep. Um, and so there were times where I you know, I just kind of had to smile and say, yes, that's, you know, I'm glad that you got to have that experience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, that's really, I had to say that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is
1: so gracious. And so like the right thing to say, instead right. of trying to correct their experience. Yeah, with yeah, somebody. Yeah, no, again, yeah.
0: going back to like, it's, it's, just, this isn't about you, dude. They just <laughs> lost their friend, let them lose their friend wow that's and you've talked about we've talked about
1: that's real that is like the heart of compassion steve Mm. being like i'm having experience but they are having a different experience i don't need to force my
0: experience on them right especially now right it's that whole like and i'm gonna get the order wrong but like does it need to be said does it need to be said now Mm -hmm. does it need to be said by me yeah and you like really need to run through that list. Like the answer is no, I need that tattooed on my left arm.
1: Like a great, like like an NFL quarterback has the plays on that wrist. I just like, Oh yeah, no, I don't need to, I don't don't
0: need need to say that that now. It doesn't need to be (laughs) be, period, let alone by me right now. (laughs) Like that's (laughs) like, just, just, just smile and well wishes, you know, that would save me a lot of shit with me about it. So, yeah, man, like, I'm glad to be able to talk with you about this. And if somebody can get some use out of it, then, you know, so much the better, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, because here's the thing, like you said, this, this is not something you can avoid. Nope. Our lives are finite. We will all all of us, everybody on the world in the world right now will die and I'm going to die and this will be out there on the internet forever. But, you know, like people that you love are going to expire your parents, everybody, And it's not something that I think we welcome in with a lot of care and compassion and mindfulness. It's something we've painted to be something really, really scary mm. or, um, you know, uh, we tell a lot of mystical stories about it, or we, mm. you know, we paint it to be something or we just avoid the shit out of it. And I think that, you know, I think that it's really good. And I'm, and you know, like how you feel about it tonight on Wednesday, the 13th of January is going to feel a lot different than, a week from now, two weeks from now. And I just want you to know, and I'll say it in front of God and everybody, even though I don't necessarily have a God of my understanding really right now. Um, I I love you and I'm really grateful for you. And, uh, uh, I really am. Yeah. It's an honor to get to just be your friend. And, um, well
0: right back at you, man.
1: Yeah. Cause like, I don't know. I mean, nobody knows what tomorrow's going to bring. Nobody knows what losses tomorrow brings. Nope. And I, and we all need, we all need, oh my God, we all need somebody to lean on, Steve.
0: <laughs> I can't <laughs> believe I said it. Oh my God. I'm not going to sing.
1: Not Please. Nope. Yeah. But no, we do. Like that's, yep. that's the thing. Like when I, my, I don't know, I'd rather have, I'd rather have meaningful friendships like you. I'd rather have, yes. a, I'd rather have a healthy relationship with my wife. I'd rather yes. be of service in the world than any anything in my bank account, in my garage, the, the square footage of my house. Right. That's, that's, that's what I, that's the thing that I equate to gold. So
0: yeah, me too, man. Me too. And you know, you are my most valued friend, you know, mm. I'm very lucky. Just like that Pearl jam song. Like I'm very lucky. I have a handful of men in my life Yeah, that are, they're all, the relationships are all different. Yep. But they're all very special. And I know that, you know, um, they do anything for me and and vice versa. And it's not even it's just like when you pick up the phone, it's like, oh, there's my friend. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and it's a safe space, right? Yeah, right. Right. Absolutely. It's a safe space. And like that's is there anything more valuable than that? I can't, I can't.
1: I can't think of any honestly, dude. I can't think of anything that has saved my ass more and that I value more. It's like what, what is the, you referenced that Pearl Jam song. I think you're referencing just breathe. breathe. Yeah. Um, some folks, they got some folks, they got none while others, they got one. And right. the difference between none and one it's is huge. infinite. Yeah. It's huge. So anybody out there that has one um, text them, call yeah, for them, real something, hit them up, you know, be there for them. Um, and uh, when you have one, you, it's easier to have two and three mm-hmm. and um, yeah. Yeah um i'll I'll make sure to eat the mic more i know that was bothering you earlier it was bugging Sorry,
0: me, man well you're the one that's gonna you know it sounds like shit i don't know
1: that's true i'll be the one to be like hey man fix the audio do the you're an it guy man can you fix right, the audio
0: fix the audio we'll fix it in post man fix it right not a magician man i'm mm. it all she's got <laughs> that, i'm not gonna do a scotty impression okay. yeah i tried i failed i <laughs> will right, well, so, um did we
1: do it? I think we did it. I think we talked about, um, and and here's the thing, like, you know, if if at anything that that this was an opportunity for you to share vulnerably what's going on with you, um, may everybody, may everybody that's listening to this, um, open their hearts a little bit more and maybe realize that the cheesesteak relationship they have with that one person in their life could be a lot worse. Mm -hmm. um, and reach out to that person. I will definitely do that to the people that I, uh, that I have in my life and that I would be devastated if I lost and, um, we'll just
0: cherish each other a little bit more. And, um, yeah, so I think we did it, buddy. Word. Well, uh, thanks everybody for listening. Yeah. Um, find us on Instagram.
1: Yep. Uh, trying to be better podcast
0: trying to be better podcast we're on instagram short of 100 listeners or likes or followers or whatever it is on instagram wait at one point
1: we had 100 did somebody dip
0: no i think i don't know i don't think so but that's been bugging me because i feel like 99 (laughs) like we're almost there because that's almost there that is
1: that's what all that matters is how many uh, according to my phone we have 100 followers oh really
0: well yeah we we picked one we did it i don't know when the when did the checks start coming in I don't know. <laughs> My kids keep asking me when we're going to be getting that Lamborghini money. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. As soon as Beyond Burger jumps on board, which I yeah, love Beyond Burger. I
1: love Beyond Burger. They're the best. I love them. I love grilling them. I love eating them. They're the best. They're the best. Yeah.
0: All right. I'll talk to you later. Oh, yeah.
1: And email us, ttbpodcasts yeah. at gmail.com and toot yep. your hooter, everybody, please. Toot
0: your hooter for real. <laughs> All right. Later. All right.
1: Later.